Welcome indeed to our number three of the Mark Mosey Show. All right, let's go out to Kansas City. Let's talk to my good friend Garrett Gordon. He has many opinions, and I appreciate all of them here on the Mark Mosey Show. Garrett, how you doing today? Doing all right. I mean, it's been nice here. I know down in Florida it's always pretty nice, but usually February's kind of cold up here. It's not right now, so I will take it. All right, let's get right to it. <laughs> if, if the NCAA and uh, EA Sports says, Garrett, you're a college athlete. We want to give you $600 and a copy of the football video game for your name, image, and likeness. Are you taking the money and the game? Yes. Why? Like I don't even like I don't even have to think about it because I want the game. I want to see myself in a video game. And quite frankly, people aren't buying the college football video game because of the college football players in it. They could sell this game with no name. They used to do this back in the day. It would just have a bunch of numbers on there. No one cares if the actual players are in there. People are still playing NCAA 14 with guys who graduated a decade ago. The players themselves are not the selling point for this game. All right, so if you're the punter on the University of Buffalo, I think this is a great deal. What if you're a Caleb Williams-type character and you're making so millions? So what? So so then say you don't want to be involved in the game. If that's if it's that big of a deal to you, I guarantee you they lose no sales if Caleb Williams is not in this game. No one is buying this game because they want to play with Caleb Williams. He's not even he's he's not even in college next year. No no one's playing this game for whoever's the best player in college because they play the game to play as the teams. That's how this has always worked. This is not the NFL. And I know that players think they're superstars, and I love that they're getting NIL money now. That's awesome. This game has never been a selling point that I want to play as the player. I don't understand. Don't they know that there's always some random dude who who edits everyone's name into the game anyway? Yeah. I don't understand. You just—it's it, it, not a big deal, right? Listen, if they want to, be, if a college athlete says, "I don't want to be in the game," fine. They can be Barry Bonds. Remember, Barry Bonds is like never in the baseball games. No. It was always some fake player. That's fine. I don't care. I still want the game. If the, if all the players said, "No, we don't want to be in the game," I think they should release the game with a bunch of fake players. Who cares? Remember when my Bulls would have 24 roster player and it was just Jordan? Yeah. Exactly. This has happened before. If they don't want to take the money and they don't want to be in the game, fine. Don't put them in the game. They don't get the money. I, I don't know why it's such a big deal. If you think that you are going to be able to negotiate more money here, you're sadly mistaken because you're not the selling point as the athlete. Who was on the cover of 14? Do you remember? Man, I don't know. Was that, was Denard Robinson yes. still in the game? Yes, it was him. And that's the only reason I know that. <laughs> Cause it's like, literally, you'll go to a retro game store and it's over a hundred dollars. Cause it's the last one. Uh, well, listen, I have it. I, I still have a PS3, and the only thing that ever has been played on that PS3 is that football game and, like, the old college hoops game, which is much older, by the way. Yeah. I think the, the, the NCAA 2K game is, like, from 2K8. <laughs> it, I think it is. I think you're right. All right. Who should be on the cover of the game, then? I still think that they should just put, like, coaches on the cover. 
I've always said this. College is a coach's sport because they're the only consistent, especially this day and age with the transfer portal and these guys are transferring year in and year out. Like you're not you're 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 buying into programs. You're not buying into the players. How about just transfer portal? It's somehow a photo. <laughs> they should have like a magical looking portal on the cover. <laughs> All right, how about Lee Corso's on the cover? Everyone loves him. I'm fine with that. Put Lee Corso on it. Don't put Kirk Herbstreit on it because he annoys me, and that's just a personal thing. I find him a little annoying, so don't put him on there. But if they want to put Corso on, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think about the old NCAA games I'd have on Xbox 360 and even PS2. Remember, it would literally be Lee Corso and all those guys at ESPN would be on the call for the game. You forget this. Yeah. That's what you know what they really should do? What? Let's just throw it. Let's just do throwback and then just, you know, get some of those old great college players who maybe never had a great NFL career. Put them on the cover. I'm sure they'd love to get like the hype back. Put Rocket Ishmael on the cover. Ooh, now we're talking. Um, the question then is Garrett Gordon. So it's 11,000 players who are each going to get $60. Oh, I'm sorry. $600. All right. They, they wish it was $60. Um, so that is $6.6 million. So yeah. do you think this game is going to sell so well that they can pay all those players? Yes. There are people like me that are still playing NCAA 14. Okay. We've been waiting a decade for this game. I'm, I will, they could charge me $90, $100 for this game and I would buy it. Would that be for the special edition? I don't even care. I would pay a hundred for the regular edition. I just want the game. I just want to do the only way that you can play this game is you take the worst teams in the game and you turn them into powerhouses. That's how you play NCAA football. It's the only way to do it. If you're doing it other ways, you're doing it wrong. I used to play NCAA 13 and I would do the experience where you're the high school athlete. So you would, <laughs> did you ever do this before as the sim? Well, I think I've played the mode before. It was never my thing. Like I said, the only way I ever played this game was just find the smallest one-star yeah. program that I could and then grind my way into like I'm destroying Alabama in the national title game with a bunch of five stars going to like middle Tennessee state. All right, here's what it would be. So you have to pick your position. I hope they bring this back. So I was a quarterback in a small school in Florida. So, so like, uh, what you do is just when you're the quarterback, you do those plays. You don't have to play defense. So I go through the whole season as a senior, and I get recruited. I know this is riveting radio, by the way. So I get, so I get recruited. This is a, <laughs> this is one of those nights you're like, man, I need a girlfriend. So, like, <laughs> so. The only school to offer me a quarterback scholarship was the University of Arkansas. So I became a Razorback, and then I was the backup, and I had to beat out the starter. And I loved the experience. It was awesome. Well, and, and the real target audience of this is the dorms, right? The kids in the dorms. My greatest memories from college are a bunch of buddies and I turning Missouri 
to a 10-time national champion and in like seven straight Heisman Trophy winners came from the University of Missouri and we would just play that nonstop in the dorms while not doing any of the homework we were supposed to be doing. See, that's the question, Garrett Gordon. Are we the key demographic? These guys in, you know, 30s to 45 years old. We're not. We shouldn't be. Not if they're doing it right. Like, cause, listen, I don't have nearly as much time to play video games as I used to. I'm definitely going to play this, but there's no way I should be the key demographic. The key demographic is the kids that have all the free time in the world to go 15, 20 years into a dynasty. See, I, I'm a little hesitant because... I know, like, the kids now like the Fortnite, and they like the, you know, buying on these add-ons to the game. Like, I don't know what they're going to do with this. I don't know. Doesn't Madden still sell pretty well? People still buy that. It's not. I I will put my foot down. Madden, Madden is not as popular as it used to be as a video game. Yeah, but it still sells, like, millions of copies. When I was in college, it's not like they're poor. It's not like EA is going broke. Um, when I was in college, I liked Madden better. I loved NCAA football, but I played Madden. Oh no, I played Madden more. That's sad. That's sacrilege, dude. I was playing. (laughs) All right, my favorite college football game of all time, and I'd play it nonstop in junior high. Was NCAA College Football USA 1996 on Sega Genesis? Oh. I mean, if you want to go old school, we can go back to the 1994 Bill Walsh college football Ooh. where they didn't have the actual team. Like it was like you were playing college station. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had that game as well. Don't worry. I know what you mean. Cause it became, it was Bill Walsh football. Then it became college football USA. Then it became NCAA football. That's what it yes. was. It felt like NCAA really takes off, like, in the 2000s. Like, that seems to be, like, where it started really picking up steam and people started playing it. Because what people started realizing is there's just way more you can do in college football because there's so many more teams. Any any professional sports game suffers from the lack of replayability. There's only, like, 30 teams in the league. If you pick up a college game and there's hundreds of teams, like, come on. Like, you have so much replayability. because oh, you know what? I haven't been in the Mountain West Conference yet. Let's see what that's like. You could actually run the option in the NCAA games. Well, that's always what you're supposed to do. That's the whole reason you have the college game is so you can run all the bizarre stuff they won't run in the pros. Yeah, this is true. All right, now you got me hyped. <laughs> I think about six months ago I was at a retro store and I found a copy of NCAA Football 98 on PS1. <laughs> and I bought it. I bought it for $10 because they had Danny Werfel on the cover. So I tweeted that out, and Danny Werfel liked the tweet. That's right. Listen, you being on that cover did give you a certain bit of uh, cachet. Like it was like you were kind of like the best player or the most popular player from the year before. I don't think that's. See, that's a great point you just brought up. Being on the cover of a video game used to be a big deal. It did? I don't know if it is now. Like it used I, There's to be. no way it is now. Do you remember how we would obsess over the Madden curse? Yes. Like, that was like a talking point for a decade and a half. Is every time someone was a cover athlete, everyone got nervous. You would change your fantasy football drafting because of it. Yes. The only time my Bears have made the cover of Madden is 
So Madden 2000, it shows Barry Sanders stiff arming the Bears. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm didn't Brian Erlacher get a cover and then no. get hurt? No, that was the other game. The the 2K. <laughs> so it's like ESPN, you know, NFL 2K. That's right. That's, That's right. What it was. Oh, I a. Hey, if we're going down the rabbit hole, I still love NFL 2K5 with. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Terrell Owens on the cover. Where it was $20. Love that oh, game. So, so, so low key, right? NFL 2K had better gameplay. Like the actual game of football was better. It just didn't have as many of the bells and whistles oh. as Madden did. But here, but let's, let's be honest. Once they stopped making 2K, those Madden games started getting bad. I think I was buying Madden well into like 2011 or 12, but it's been a good decade since I've bought Madden because it just started getting bad. I'll put you on the spot. Who is on the cover of Madden this, this season? <laughs> I don't know, man. Do they, do people still buy games? I think usually I just download games now and they change that little thing all the time. Was it? Let me give. Let me give Josh Allen. That's correct. Bam. Bam. I figured he might be a he might be a guy that they want to put on the cover. I figured they probably already had Mahomes and weren't wanting to do it again. <laughs> I have the Mahomes. That it was that ridiculous. So Mahomes on the cover of twenty, and then twenty one. They were like, oh no, twenty one is uh, Lamar Jackson, and then twenty yeah. two is that ridiculous one where it's Mahomes with Brady. Which I never would have done. Oh, I remember they did a story on that. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm on the cover. The worst cover is Peyton Hillis, the guy on the Browns. Well, that was the funniest cover because he had that crazy year where he had like well over a thousand yards and then he either just busted or got hurt or something the next year and then he just Man. disappeared he's like one of the greatest trivia questions of all time like what random like if you're like what browns running backs had a thousand yards most people do not know peyton hillis had a thousand yards rushing there's another game okay i think it's oh nine when brett Favre is on the cover with the packers but then he plays for the jets that year <laughs> <laughs> i do remember that well they i mean you know, well, so Madden loved Favre, so I feel like Favre was on the cover several times. 08 was Vince Young. Think about that. Listen, I still, I will still fight people. I think Vince Young could have been a good quarterback. Jeff Fisher ruined him. So should have Vince Young gone to Houston then? Would that have helped him? Well, I mean, I don't think, did the Texans exist yet? Yes. Yeah, they went with Mario Williams with the first pick That's in the right. draft. That's right. I think they probably should have went with Vince Young. But, I mean, I don't think Mario Williams was, like, a pretty solid player. And Vince Young never really got – I mean, he led them to the playoffs, and then the next year he gets benched for Kerry Collins. So so the question is, are you taking the $600 or not? Yes. Well, I wouldn't be in the game. <laughs> You're in the game. Do you want – what if they lowball you and say, we'll send you a digital code for the game? I'd be like, no, I want the physical copy. <laughs> I want the real thing. I don't know, man. I, I think nowadays everything's digital. I'd be fine with the digital copy. I, See, what do I need a hard copy for? This this is where I know I, I'm a boomer in the eyes of the teenagers now. <laughs> I I know I'm a hoarder. I like the physical copy of video games. I want to touch it. And I want I the don't. case. <laughs> 
I, I don't want to go to the store. Like, I can just download it. I don't have to drive anywhere for this. Great, let's do that. Man, you never want to. I, leave. I think people forget the tier when we didn't used to have downloadable copies. Things used to sell out. You would go show up on a Tuesday on release day. If you didn't get there early enough, they'd all be gone. Um, I've actually covered midnight release parties. Like like Halo's coming out for Xbox yeah, 360. I'm glad we don't do that anymore. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I actually do, and we're here with my good friend Garrett Gordon. I've actually done this where I did this when Street Fighter VI came out last summer where I just randomly went into stores and filmed it trying to find the game, and I went in five stores, and then no one had it. And I was, like, laughed at for even asking, do you have it in, in-house? in That's right. <laughs> Ridiculous. I was told, why didn't you pre-order? Why can't I just exactly. buy it? No, they all wanted the pre-order stuff. I don't. It, it was a thing. It, it seems weird now because we don't buy physical copies or have to anymore. But back when there was not the option to download, these things would sell out. Do you think NCAA will make like a hundred million dollars? You would think with the amount of hype behind this one, it will. I'm not. A hundred percent sure they'll be able to like continue this year by year with this kind of hype. But are this, this whole kind of era, if you get enough hype, you'll be successful. And no one wants to be the one that's not doing the thing everyone else is doing. So the FOMO is going to keep people wanting to purchase this. Do you think you will put the game in? Oh, not you. No, you just download. There's no putting in disc. You're too cool. Um, do you think there'll already be an update with with a 14-team playoff and, and we'll have more college expansion? Will that be the update on day one? You know what I'm thinking? This is EA. They don't. They want you to buy the game again in the future, so they have stopped allowing you to have as much customizable stuff. Back when we used to have the games, back when I used to purchase games all the time, there's all kinds of customization. It seems like more and more games have less customization because in a sports game, the thing they can sell you the next year is this change. <laughs> I want, in Dynasty mode... I want it to be where I have to take the helicopter and fly around schools in Florida to recruit kids. I want to do that. I want them to just have the create a team mode they had in the later editions of NCAA football, where you could just like basically take some school that's a basketball only school and then create them a football team. Yeah. Do we do like NIL deals as well, where we're like the boosters? I want the whole My guess is. They're gonna have to hint at that somehow, but this would be the greatest thing ever. When oh. you're the, the best thing about football games or any game with the dynasty is getting mad at the computer. And guarantee you, if you've got some five star kid that just went nuts for your small school, and then Alabama comes in and steals them from you, you're gonna be kicked off. <laughs> it needs, to, yeah, like it needs to be in the game. Like you have to make it this to as as real as possible. Where it's like I have these kids signed. 
And then all of a sudden we get an update. Sorry, the collective said he was going to get $20 million, and we don't have the money. So you're going to lose the recruits. That needs oh, to be I in think the it's game. Gonna be, I think it's going to be even worse if it's some guy, some one-star kid you got that no one had heard of, and he's now a superstar, and then some huge school comes in and they take him from you after you built him up. That's going to be the even more annoying thing. And then do do I get the opportunity to declare myself as the national champion like UCF? <laughs> I, I think they need to put all of this in the game. I know they try not to because they're afraid of the, making the schools or whatever look bad, but it's all fun. It's just a game. I think they should have all of it in there. They should have, like, random suspension. I remember when they used to have that and they pulled it out because people because the schools were complaining, but that was always hilarious. You'd have some guy that suddenly you couldn't play that week because there was something that happened off the field. <laughs> I, my only concern – and I can't believe we just gone 20 minutes on this, but whatever. I just, uh, my my concern is we still haven't seen footage of the game. We don't know. They're just like, hey, we got the game. What's the game? Like, are they just going to have NCAA 14 and just repackage it? What are they going to do? You know, I guess what probably is going to happen and what will be annoying is it's probably just going to be Madden but with college team skins yes. on it, right? Yes. Like, that's probably what it's going to be. But here's the thing. I know people always used to joke about it being that in the past, but it really wasn't. Like, if you played both Madden and NCAA in the past, NCAA played differently. Yes. Like, there was things that mattered more in NCAA because it was trying to – do college and not do pro. And there was an inconsistency to the play. There's a lot of things that college did that it didn't happen. My big fear is they're going to just try to make it too much like Madden, which is not what I'm looking for. I want the college experience. I remember NCAA 2005 where every single receiver would drop wide open passes and you, as frustrating as that was, that's the college game. All right. I'm going to look it up live on the air. All right. NCAA, <laughs> NCAA football. Cover athletes. Let's see if I can do this real quick. <laughs> Let's see if we can look this up. Um, oh, and by the way, you could not, you could not kick field goals. I always remember this. Like you couldn't. <laughs> In the NCAA well, it, game. It always kind of depended, like, the year, right? Because there was always – every year was slightly different, and there was just, like, different aspects that were broken. There's like, some years the passing game didn't – and this is back when you couldn't really get patches into the game. So you would just have a game, and part of it would just be broken a little bit. And you'd be like, oh, so this game – the I remember when the first – the read option first became a big thing. And the first year, it was so broken, you could just have anyone run the read option, and you could run for thousands of yards. All right, let's do this real quick because uh, we don't have football till the fall. So here we go. <laughs> All right, here's here's uh, here's the athletes. We're here with my good friend Garrett Gordon. Ninety-seven Tommy Frazier, who we both have met. Tommy yeah. Frazier. Ninety-eight Danny Werfel. Ninety okay. ninety-nine Charles Woodson. Would have been an elite year to get that game because Charles Woodson was amazing. Yeah, Ricky Williams, two thousand. Okay. I remember that. Yeah. Sean Alexander from Bama, 01. That's wild to me. I don't ever remember Sean Alexander as a college athlete being this big icon. I mean, he was a great NFL player, yeah. but I don't remember him in college being like Sean Alexander. He was on the cover of Madden as well with the Seahawks. I think it's only he seven. He might be one of the only people to ever do that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, okay, I had this game on PS2. Oh two, Chris Winkie with Florida State. See, 
see, that's what I'm talking about. That's who I want on my covers. Random guys <laughs> that had like a random good college year that never really did anything in the pros that you only remember them as this weird college oddity. Okay. Oh, three. Joey Harrington with Oregon. Yes. Oh. Another perfect one. Carson Palmer, USC 04. All right. He he works, even though he had an NFL career and was good. He still works. All right. This is another guy that's eligible, college and Madden cover. You said this game, 05, Larry Fitzgerald with Pittsburgh. Yes, which is why I always got frustrated that the passing game didn't work very well in that edition of NCAA because you have Larry Fitzgerald on the cover. Desmond Howard, 06. Why? Another per- Another perfect one. Perfect guy that's mostly known for college. All right. Reggie Bush, 07. Well, he was on everything. Like, he was the most popular college football player for, like, an entire generation. People were – people – the Reggie Bush highlight mixtape is, like, one of those seminal Internet video moments where you – everyone's seen the Reggie Bush highlight mixtape. All right. This one's weird. 2008, Jared Zabransky from Boise State. Do you remember this? I don't remember that at all. In fact, if you if I didn't trust you, I would have thought you're making that up completely. Even the name, the name doesn't it ring doesn't, a bell at all. That sounds like a completely make believe name. Okay, Gary Gordon. Oh nine had multiple covers. So Okay, is that the year they started doing the thing where they had like regional covers? Yeah, all right, yeah. So PS two had Deshaun Jackson with California. PS three had Matt Ryan with Boston College. Okay, this is weird. PSP had West Virginia with Owen Schmidt. And then 360. This guy's so underrated. Kids don't know. Darren McFadden on Arkansas. Oh, oh man. Yeah, he was, he was, he, he had like a good run there. Even his first couple of years with like the Raiders, he was pretty good too. Okay, so then 10, Brian Arakbo for Texas, Brian Johnson, Utah, Mark Sanchez. For USC and Michael Crabtree for Texas Tech. That was 10. Um, yeah, see, now we're getting weird where there's like a million different colors. It's not going to have the same weight no. when it's not like one cover. All right. So then Especially they, like there's an era where people start printing their own covers. This is true. All right. Then it goes back to one. So NCAA football 11 is Tim Tebow. Um, I had this game. I love it. I still have it for PS3. NCAA football 12 with Mark Ingram on the cover. Yeah, so that. Yep. 13, I bet you you had Robert Griffin the third and Barry Sanders for 13. Yeah, I do remember that one. And then the final one you have, Denar Robinson with yeah, NCAA. The, the, the last one. <laughs> so, so like I said, it's worth over $100 now. It's a collectible. But if 25 comes out, then is 14 useless then in its... It's money. I think here's the thing. I mean, I think it matters how good is this game. Like we're all excited and we're hyped for it. But if it's not good, there's been all kinds of mods and stuff made to NCAA 14 to make it still playable and a pretty good game. So they're going to have to bring it. Like this has to be a good game. If they just give us Madden college football, people are not going to be happy with that. And they have to pay six million dollars to all these players. Like, yeah, this can't bomb. I want this game to be good, right? Atmospheres matter, right? You can't do the Madden thing where every stadium sounds the same. Part of the college game, part of what makes college fun is all the weird environments you go to. 
You know, I was going to ask you about the NBA All-Star game, but we just went 27 minutes on NCAA <laughs> football. I'll just ask you real quick. How do they fix the dunk contest? They have to start... They, I think they have to start reaching outside of the NBA. It's pretty clear the NBA players are not interested in this, but dunks are still cool and dunks are still fun. And I don't really care who's throwing it down as long as they're awesome. There's a whole like professional dunking circuit that happens these days that goes on on like weird internet viral places, right? You find it on TikTok and all these random places. Bring these guys in. And let them compete. And maybe you can find a player or two from the NBA that wants to. But you can't get these guys that are just like random in-game dunkers. You have to get guys with actual bounce that can do interesting dunks. Do the players have too much power in the NBA where they don't have to do anything? Well, I mean, we're at the point now where player empowerment has gotten at a weird spot where I think it's good that players have control over their own careers, but at the end of the day, your product is entertainment. And I don't really, if your, if your career choices are less entertaining for the league, then you are hurting the league's bottom line. And thereby, why would I want you to be able to do that? I'm with you 100%. I, I'm I'm a little upset with the NBA, and I love basketball. I love it so much I cover it. But well, these can we can we be honest here for a second? NBA is having the same problem baseball has, and and people don't talk about it enough. The math has solved the NBA to the point that everyone's running the same thing over and over again, just like baseball turned into everyone playing baseball the same way. Like that's not fun. It's not fun watching endless pick and rolls and hunting the worst guy on defense. That's not fun to watch. Yeah, my thing with the All-Star game is you want those one-on-one matchups where yeah. I, I want to take, you know, if like if I'm out there, if I'm Luka, all right, I, I want to take on Jason Tatum. I want to take him off the dribble and show you what I can do, that I'm the best in the world. But they're just sitting around out there. Yeah. They don't no, care. One, no one's trying. No one, Give me basic defense. Anything. I don't understand. Where's the pride? Don't you want to say you're the top dog? I, yeah, I I feel so old because I just like get rid of get math out of my sports, get get all of this all of the get the replay out of here. Let's play the game like it was played in the nineties. No, I agree. I see that's my thing. Like, look, LeBron, he's gonna leave. Steph's gonna leave. Whose NBA is it after a while? That's my question. Well, so here's the thing, though, right? The NBA, from a talent perspective, is as good as it's ever been. Probably better. But the product is less entertaining. And I think when that's the issue, you have to look deep at your game. How can you have more talent be less entertaining. That is a game problem. There is something fundamentally wrong with the way you're playing the game, whether it's we need to shorten the season, we need to get rid of these back-to-backs, we need to find a different incentive structure, we need to change some of the rules to make it to where you can have a little more contact. What can we do to make there be more than one way to try to win this game?
I will just say this, and I agree with what you're saying. They're they're too entitled, and they haven't accomplished anything. That's my problem. They're running around, and this happens all the time. This is like the James Harden effect. Don't worry. I'll be ready for the playoffs. I'll be ready. We get to the playoffs, and they can't win. Then what do we do? What is I mean, this? James Harden is, has won nothing. Nothing. He has he has zero things he's ever done. He's got an MVP award, and he's made a couple conference finals appearance. And when he was young, he made it one finals appearance. Didn't win anything. Has no rings. Nothing. Has never proven himself to be able to carry a team. Done none of that. And he's demanded his way out of several different teams. Demanded that he gets traded to go to a winner when he is because he's not able to do it himself. This is why. I enjoy the college game more. It's less well-played, there's less talent, and I find it more enjoyable. You know why? Because there's a variety of people playing a lot of different ways. I don't have to deal with like the weird superstar calls that happen. I find it more enjoyable, and I think that's a problem because I readily admit that it's not nearly as talented, it, and it's not nearly as well-played. It's just more entertaining. I'm taking UConn, by the way, over the field. I hope you know that. Yeah, I had someone contact me, and they're like, oh, man, uh, Creighton upset UConn. I go, I don't care. All right? there's Every night someone's losing, I'm still taking UConn. They're the champs. I, I, I think they're the most likely to win it. I will say Kentucky has started to play a little defense. And I think if they're going to play some defense, I think they're really tough to beat because wow. they have some guys. They have some guys that can beat you one on one. I'm so happy they decided to play defense. <laughs> well, sorry. I mean, they lost to LSU the other night. It's not like it's perfect, but I, I've I've seen I, them play some defense because that's been their problem all year, and it was a problem again last night. Is they're not consistent? They don't play defense enough. I don't think I'd predict them to win the tournament because I don't believe in it. But if if they find a way to get consistent on that end, they're the only team that can score with UConn as far as having guys that can individually go get buckets. Okay, I'll be the commissioner of college basketball. Ball, no more court storming. It's enough. It's not a big deal. You beat someone because everyone's losing. That's no, my rule. I, I disagree with you. Storm the court all the time. It's what makes your sport different. They don't do it. At least you're excited about your sport. No, you've been to an NBA game. No one's watching the game. They're sitting there on their phones. No one's watching games at NBA games. At least when I watch a college game, I know people are into it. How dare you? Storm the storm the court after every game. Have they ever stormed the court in NBA basketball? No. They won't no, allow because, it. No, they won't allow it. It's player safety issue. They're millionaires. I really I really think that we've had this two years in a row where in, what is it, so like January, February, two years in a row at the same time, it's a perfect storm. We've had players drop 70 points in a game because it's like <laughs> – it's such a dog days on the schedule and none of the players are trying. And one guy's like, all right, I'm just going to shoot every time out. And the other team's like, ah, whatever, who cares? And it's literally, we got, you think two years in a row, same time on the calendar, you had in the span of one week, two different players dropped 70 points. It's bizarre. Uh, what? Oh, God, defense is broken in the NBA. 
And it's and it's not because they're not trying. It's because they've changed the rules and they've changed the systems, the way they play. I don't know how you play defense against some of these guys. Like, if you were trying to play defense against Luka, I don't know how you do that. You can't hand-check him. You can't really bump him. You have to give him space. If you give him space, he's going to find people open. He's going to shoot. I don't, I don't know how you guard right. that. The, the, the rules won't allow it. Look, I called a women's college basketball game last night, and while I was calling the game, I'm like, I have to see Kaitlyn Clark in person shoot this basketball. I have to. She's see awesome. It. She's I awesome. I have to see it. She dropped 49 and then broke the record. Okay, 49 in a college I, I think, game. I think she's going to do something for the WNBA. I really do. I, I think that league has been crying out for some kind of transcendent player to draw in an audience that's not paying attention. That, that, that league has gotten better and better over the years, but they need someone to come in and grab people by the throat and pull them into the game. And I think Caitlin Clark could do that. You know who they don't talk about? Um, the defending champs, LSU, just <laughs> not a damn word. And you know what? If I'm LSU, I love it. We'll be ready for the tournament. That's what I think about. And everything's about Kaylin Clark and she's so great. She's amazing. And if you're LSU, you're thinking, Hey, we beat her in the title game and we'll be ready again coming up this spring. See, I love the storylines for women's basketball. I love it. I, I think the women's tournament could be more entertaining than the men's tournament this year. It was I think it was last year. I think it was last year. Yes, it was. I I literally, and I'll let you go, even though this conversation was supposed to end 15 <laughs> minutes ago. So I, the minute she did the John Cena to Caitlin Clark last year when they won the title, I yeah. I took a video with my phone of my TV and put that on Facebook, and it got a hundred thousand views in a week. That's what I think it, about. And everyone went crazy. Was, oh, it was way more entertaining, way more exciting. Real rivalry, real intensity, just elite players. I think part of the college basketball that it's missing is a lot of its elite guys aren't there anymore, aren't staying. Like, this is year three of Caitlin Clark. You would never see this in college. Someone that good in the men's game is not going to be in college hey, for three years. Hey, and put her on the New York team. Just put her, put her on yeah, LA. Listen, they, they've got to stop acting like that. Like they need to start acting like a real league here and start rigging these things. Yes, I agree <laughs> because I I believe the NBA lottery system is completely rigged, and so I, do I. I it's completely rigged. I feel like don't put her on. Oh, we're gonna put her in San Antonio or Minnesota. No, no, no. be a real league. Be a real league. Rig this thing. Put her in a big market. New York. There's a reason they didn't. They didn't want Wemby going to Detroit. Yeah, and then she'll get tattoos like the NBA. It'll be awesome. <laughs> really, it's gonna be awesome. Garrett Gordon, my man. Thank you so much for your help, and have a great day. All right. All right. See you, man. All right.